Welcome to High Energy Health, where together we explore the leading edge of wellness and happiness. I'm your host, Dawson Church. By choosing this time together, you're declaring your commitment to a positive mindset, elevated emotions, and a great life. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of High Energy Health. We are so glad that you are tuning in with us here today. I am Miriam Paninsky, your guest host, and I am so thrilled about today's conversation with the amazing Margaret Lynch Ranieri. Thank you so much for being here, Margaret. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. This is great. <laughs> Yes. So for those of you who do not know Margaret yet, but should get to know her swiftly, Margaret is a speaker, a personal development coach, a renowned coach, trainer, and best-selling author of two books, Tapping into Wealth and her most recent book, Unblocked, a revolutionary approach to tapping into your chakra empowerment energy to reclaim your passion, joy, and confidence, which is really one of my favorite of all times. And it just came out in paperback. So I just want to mention that right away to everyone. Wall Street Journal calls her the wealth manifest authority. And she has been a trained engineer and left her successful corporate career to follow her calling to help others. And so over the past 15 years, she's masterfully combined her coaching and her engineering skills actually to create a groundbreaking system to train highly affected coaches to run a successful business. And Margaret has gained wide recognition for her cutting edge work in integrating clinically proven energy psychology techniques that leverage her expertise in EFT, chakra work, and her revolutionary coaching frameworks. As I said, Margaret, I just said to Margaret, I'm blushing a little bit because I'm such a fan of your work and especially your book Unblocked really is what it says and its subtitle, it truly is revolutionary. And I'm also shouting out to all my angels from my spiritual mastermind group. I have the honor to being part of Nico Anna Jean and Sarah Stoiba Kumar and Sanai Floyd, all groundbreaking, amazing coaches and healers. Some of them in your programs actually currently. And we are a secret fan club and we have used and quoted your work excessively. So just <laughs> starting that off. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> to start at the beginning, Margaret, what made you change your path from a successful corporate career to become a coach, a tapping expert, doing chakra work, wealth mm -hmm. building work, etc.? What created that shift within yourself? You know, as I moved, like I had an 18-year corporate career, and as I moved from engineering into jobs that got easier and easier, like technical outside sales, for example, later in my career, I found that I had more free time. And although I loved people I worked with, I loved mentoring people and managing people and helping people grow into their careers, it really wasn't my passion. And so I was making a fantastic living and doing all the right things, but I, I kind of like couldn't have cared less about mm -hmm. my e job. And I remember watching Wayne Dyer because I was watching TV at 10 a.m. on a Monday on <laughs> public television and Wayne Dyer came on with power of intention. And I was just like, what? You can set an intention to find your intention. And that just like opened me up to this whole different, what if I can live my passion? What if I meant to do 
something bigger, to be more, to have a bigger impact. Um, and I find, you know, that's such a common story for so many women that want to become coaches or change their career late in life. It's like, what if this is my time? Now I was, you know, much younger than I am now. We're going back like 15 years and my daughter was very young, but what I started to do was train. And, and so I learned hypnotherapy and EFT tapping, which was still like, what is it? Who knows? <laughs> you know, there wasn't a lot of clinical proof back then. It was just like, wow, this changes everything. And then as I left corporate America, I started coaching. So I didn't really plan to be like a money expert, but when I worked with everyday people in my town and surrounding towns that were self-employed and they really wanted something, they wanted to be more successful. The biggest thing we kept coming up against was but I'm afraid to ask for money. I'm not charging. I'm afraid to ask for a raise. I'm afraid to stand up at business networking and say, I am awesome. You should hire me. You know, these are my programs. This is what I do, particularly for women. And so my first book, I ended up pouring in everything I learned from thousands of clients and groups, the biggest blocks people have to money. Mm. And as part of that book, now the book was secretly based in chakras but I didn't say chakras because <laughs> Penguin Random House wanted a book that was really for everyday people, right? Mm -hmm. And it was business people that I was typically working with. So <laughs> it's like, I didn't <laughs> mention chakras, but really the, as I started to learn about the chakras for me as an engineer, instead of trying to figure out what to do tapping on or what's going on with someone. And, and the biggest thing that gets confusing is when someone's doing a lot of work, but they're still not changing on the, in their real world, yeah. taking different action, you know, they're stuck, they're frozen, they're holding back. They had a great experiential healing weekend and they still can't market themselves, right? And that's when the, the chakras really bloomed for me because as an engineer, you're always thinking about frameworks and maps mm -hmm. and it's a map of the seven levels of consciousness, mm -hmm. but it's actually the four lower chakras that solve the problem of I'm mm -hmm. stuck. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. And that's not your mind. Your mind is only one chakra. So everyone's yeah. trying to use their mind, like I trying to figure it out and do it better. And what's yeah. wrong with me? What's stopping me? In the lower chakras are the unstuck in action, like charismatic, enthusiastic chakras. Mm -hmm. So I started to focus all of my work there. And that is what really Unblocked is about. It's a journey through those four yeah. levels. Yes. And we'll talk more about those four doors for four stages. I want to circle back for those in our audience who may not know yet what EFT or, EFT or tapping is. Would mm -hmm. you mind using your own words? What it is, what is tapping for you? What, how would you explain it in a nutshell? Yeah. So if you are um, a coach or someone that wants to get unstuck in any way, tapping is the greatest breakthrough tool. And so it is clinically proven. Now we have 30 years of all sorts of you know, studies and in, in peer reviewed journals, hundreds of them that show how effective it is. But basically it's a physical switch. You're tapping on acupuncture points and that tapping weird as this sounds is clinically proven to turn down the fight or flight. Mm. And so the fight or flight is behind. And I'm going to say something that no one ever says, which is hundred percent of the time, whenever we <laughs> find ourselves stuck or procrastinating, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred percent of the time, there is a fear going on. 
yes. even if we're not aware of it. And so if you have no other tool except talking about it, figuring it out, trying to have a new strategy, mm -hmm. trying to be affirmation, trying to be positive, you are never going to turn off that fear with your mind. So yes. tapping is simply a technique that is clinically proven in a, a few minutes of tapping on acupuncture points. The fight or flight comes down and people have a opportunity to have a shift and it's a shift mm -hmm. in energy, right? My mm -hmm. husband, who co-wrote the book with me is a clinical psychologist and a Freudian trained analyst. Yeah. And when he saw how clinically proven, like how effective tapping is and experienced mm -hmm. it himself. I literally saw him almost fall off a chair at a, at a conference <laughs> when they talked about how effective the meta-analysis they've done on tapping for depression, for anxiety. It was like, dear Lord, I didn't know it was this effective. Um, so for me, as an engineer and as a coach, it's just like a dream technique. And yeah. it's so simple. Right? I'm laughing so much when you mention also your husband and being a psychoanalyst. Also, I'm from Vienna, Austria. I studied psychoanalysis and I studied Freud. And wow. it's just so funny coming from that world also in my past and but also in my literature studies, it's like kind of like psychoanalysis so much based on like the original psychoanalysis of seeing a client three times a week or even more sometimes daily with no effect <laughs> and then you come in and you kind mm -hmm. of challenge challenge that part also is is such a good anecdote i love that <laughs> yes when we were dating he was like you are highly disruptive and i was yeah. like thank you you're yeah. cute you know when you're dating someone i was like i i just find you adorable yeah. but but you know mixing those two worlds because so much of what we do what I train coaches to do. And this is where it's so much like psychoanalysis. Are you ready mm -hmm. for how crazy this is going to sound? When you have a client or when you're working with yourself and you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're upset at yourself because you're not getting something done, right? So if you're mm -hmm. listening and you're like, I feel stuck, I feel frozen. What is wrong with me? I'm not, or I'm actively self-sabotaging, which is another thing that we do. When we actually slow things down and hold a slower, quieter space, actually hear the fear. Yes. And that's what, you know, because it's hard to just jump in and use even a great technique like tapping without mm -hmm. knowing where we're going. Mm -hmm. And so when I train coaches, I talk about these levels that five levels that we have to go through to get an actual breakthrough. And it always starts with recognizing that we're in fight or flight response. Mm -hmm. And so tapping actually slows things down and holds a space. And so, you know, psychoanalysis is about like quieting things so we can hear our inner voice. We can expand the space to hear our inner thought. And this is to me, this is like an accelerant, right? Yes. Accelerant. Now, you know, it might not be for people who are severely disturbed and it isn't mm -hmm. right. But if you are a success-focused person, it's just the fastest path. You know, it's right. like, why would you want to waste any more time? You use the technique that works really fast. So yeah, really important what you said about holding space and like talking about that pain body as like Tolly would like call it. Mm -hmm. um, and I know also like in your book on block, but also in, in tapping into wealth already, it's just like the essence of like also combining tapping with inner child work. And this is something that is so essential in my work as a, as a clinical EFT practitioner. Why is getting in touch and working with your inner child, working with that pain body? Why is it so essential? And how, I mean, you said how some of this came about, but maybe mm -hmm. you could elaborate a little bit more on, on the essence of going into this 
type of work? Sure. So, so when we think about the chakras, and if you've never heard of them, you know, it's really our seven levels of consciousness is how I work with it. It's different than just being an energy center. Our heart chakra is supposed to be our most powerful chakra. It is where the mind and the heart open together, and we are incredibly a powerful adult people. We have wisdom, we have passion, we are firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. However, for most of us, the first chakra has become the most powerful chakra and it shuts down all of our other faculties except mm-hmm. our mind, right? Because the, the mind is often fin- spinning in a lot of fear. So mm-hmm. at the first chakra, we have the, 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 the solid base of our consciousness is I am safe. And I get to be here. I deserve to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and feels totally safe doing that. When the first, when, when people actually sit quietly and take a breath and go within and say, actually, I never feel safe. And that feels true on a Mm -hmm. scale of one to 10. Or when I think about achieving my goal or doing the things I would have to do to get unstuck and achieve my goal, that Mm -hmm. doesn't feel safe. That means we have an inner child that we have lost complete contact with. Mm -hmm. Because if if we had a scared child in our life, we'd be like, oh my God, honey, (laughs) let me give you a hug. It's okay. But what we do to ourselves is go, what is wrong with me? I am such a loser. Why do I keep holding back? Why am I so? And if we even have a sense that we're worried about what other, we'll get mad at ourselves for that. And so at the first chakra, Um, it's the most illogical unconscious place that we have. It runs our whole nervous system beyond our control, right? If you, if you have anxiety or stress that comes up thinking about confronting your boss or having a difficult conversation, Mm -hmm. setting a boundary, asking to be paid, that's the fight or flight. And so that scared inner child that lives in our first chakra that we don't know anything about and we're super mean to actually will shut down all of our power. Mm -hmm. And what happens is it spins in our head. Then it sounds smart. Like, well, I should be more perfect first. I should have done it better. I should have known better. I'm not good enough yet. What if I'm not actually good enough yet? And all of that criticism and like catastrophizing thinking Sounds smart, sounds intelligent, sounds mm-hmm. evidence-based. And it's just that fear of a child spinning in the adult mind. So we lose contact. So someone might say, uncover by slowing down, like, wow, I'm actually, you know, anxious about taking this step or it's stressing me out. And when we slow down even more, we can sort of go, I'm actually really scared. This feels like it's a lot at stake for me. Like this is actually scary. And the second we do that, we are starting to be kind to ourselves. It's like, yeah, no wonder I'm not taking that action. And that's right. There is a massive breakthrough for people, a massive breakthrough. And it's just, you know, it's one of the two big inner child selves that we work with in, you know, in the chakras. Yeah. The radical self-compassion uh, it's so underestimated how much that blocks you if if you just simply don't have kindness to all parts of yourself it's incredible absolutely and it, it and it means i don't deserve anything ever right and so you really do have to picture if you had a 5 year old and they were afraid and every day they went to practice and a coach screamed in their face and said what's wrong with you you're going to screw up like you did yesterday you're still not good enough yeah. we never let that go on yet we have a scared 5 year old inside of our first chakra 
And all we do is yell at ourselves about why we're not stronger, right? And so, you know, the whole first section of the book is three, it's a discussion about what does this all mean? The first chakra, what's my foundation of strength and resiliency, what it should be like. And then the three first chapters after that are all deep healing experiences to see, you know, hey, maybe your first chakra is fine, but when your first chakra is fine, people don't tend to procrastinate, right? And so- the three for those three first chapters, each one is a total transformation through the first chakra alone. And I was amazed, you know, I'm, I'm of course very much used to kind of like one-on-one work and yes, some group tapping, but I was always like a little bit like hesitant about scripts and tapping Mm -hmm. scripts. And honestly, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe your scripts. I was like, this is like, as I said, this is truly revolutionary. And it's like, I would just encourage everyone to just look at it and just like each and every chakra work is this kind of like phenomenal healing experience. Yes, taking you through some hard shit. (laughs) excuse my language Mm -hmm. but then going and moving so beautifully it's just phenomenal I've there's really some incredible power and really some deep level of understanding for a language that does actually really concern all of us (laughs) to some degree it's just amazing so yeah and we are all human so so much of it we do share even though we feel like we're the only ones Right. The phrases that I use have a framework and a science behind them. I call them breakthrough tapping phrases, Mm -hmm. and they are designed to break you through layers that you don't even know you have. Right. And so when I train coaches, they look at my book and they go, oh, my God, I see exactly what you're doing in there because I teach that sort of framework of how to move someone very quickly through a breakthrough. Um, So I'm glad it worked on you. Really did. (laughs) Really did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some of my clients, some of some of it I also use in varied forms mm-hmm. with some clients and they're useful for, again, for group tappings, you know, so it, it's really been such an asset. Thank you so much. We will jump into a short commercial break. Please tune, tune right back in with us with this amazing conversation with Margaret lynch Ranieri. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to High Energy Health and to today's episode. I'm Miriam Paninski, your guest host, and today I'm with Margaret Lynch-Ranieri. So glad you're here with us, Margaret. We just talked about, again, your powerful scripts and tapping scripts and the breakthrough phrases, you called them? Yeah. And you talked about the first chakra. And I, we now, I would like to you to say a few more words about the second chakra. And you just mentioned that each and every one of these chapters almost feels like working with a different person. Um, how yeah. is that? Yeah. And so the thing about the four lower chakras is as you move, as you move through first chakra work, even as a coach and as the person experiencing it, you're in one energy. And it's often this energy of connecting and really going, oh my God, like I had no idea how much fear I have at my first, in my first chakra and how much that makes me, um, that, that affects my feeling of I have a right to be here and I feel strong. And, and even if something's a little bit risky, I can actually take that risk because I'm like, 
I'll be okay. And when we move to the second chakra, so it's a lot of like really healing the past and healing our first chakra work. When we move to the second chakra, we're in a whole different energy, just like we're in, we go from baby almost to toddler years. And it's all about bigger charge, bigger Mm -hmm. emotion and understanding how emotion is meant to move. As we Mm -hmm. get into third chakra, it's more about mentorship is like, I don't have a model for how this could look in my life, except Mm -hmm. the scary one. And Mm so it's mentorship. And then when we get into the heart chakra work, we move, we're sort of really using the heart chakra all the time. But in Mm -hmm. the heart chakra work, we are really pushing you hard, open your heart in a way that is going to feel counter intuitive and Mm -hmm. challenge our like sense of self, right? Because when we're mean to ourselves, we're right about that. (laughs) And we don't use things like tapping and healing techniques on things that we're like, you know, who's right about that? Me. I don't need to change that (laughs) because I say it's not good enough. It's not good enough. Someone else can be like, good job. And I'm like, yeah, your standards are low. I judge myself as not having done. So the fourth chakra, we do some really really deep uh, work there. But as we move into second chakra, part of this is such a re-education. And that's why Mm -hmm. those little breakthrough phrases that I use are so important because we can't just like, we can't just follow along with what would naturally come up with in us in tapping Mm -hmm. and a practitioner can't just listen along and say, how do you feel now? You know, to sort of help you in a session, we have to know what emotions really mean and the breakthrough phrases that make them come up because everyone has learned that second chakra emotions are terrible and bad and we should never feel them. When we get to the second chakra, fear says, Someone treats me like absolute crap. So let's talk as women, right? We walk into a workplace, someone treats us like absolute crap, totally misogynistic, totally sexist. It's happened to me and I'm only 54, right? It's not like I'm, I was in the workplace that long ago. Yeah. And, and in that moment, are we allowed to get mad or as our first thought, geez, I better just laugh along or, or, or act like I didn't hear it because fear says there will be a consequence. Right. And so, but naturally we should have, we should have said like, excuse me, that is not okay to talk to me that way. So anger for, for example, is supposed to come up not to punch someone in the face, but it's supposed to come up and be voiced. And so the second thing that tapping does besides turning down the fight or flight, where we can actually go, wow, I actually do have a lot of worry and fear about this. Tapping can also be used to release tons of charged emotion that you honestly have been sitting on for years in your second chakra emotion is your power. It's your empowerment energy and we are afraid to feel it. Yeah. Yes. And let's talk more about anger. I want to linger there a little bit more because I think it's such an, that's such a a powerful part of the second chapter, but of the whole book really, because, you know, coming from a family where anger was both potentially dangerous, experiencing it externally, Mm -hmm. but also not safe, not a safe thing to feel. And there's also so much stigma around censoring when it comes to anger and rage, especially for women, of course. And as you said, we all agree that lashing out aggressively is not an option. Violence is not accepted option but let's let's talk more about the the importance of of, yeah. of rage and the importance of rage and I think you turn you you also talk about like rage transforming into courage and mm-hmm. the, the connection to anger and needs 
the power to express and feel worthy of our need. Please talk more about that. It's so important because, you know, as you said, like anger is so misunderstood. And, And honestly, before tapping, there wasn't really a good way. You know, you could talk about it and stuff it down and say, I need to get over this. But when we start to feel at the first chakra, I actually feel like you know, I do have the right to be here. Like I have a right to a harassment free environment, for example, right. Or Mm -hmm. a racism or sexism free environment, for example, where we, if once we feel that it's supposed to trigger anger, when we are wronged, anger is always saying, this doesn't feel fair to me. And the second Mm -hmm. chakra is like the scales of justice. It's like, this doesn't, this feels out of balance and unfair to me. And so it's a charge that comes up that brings energy, courage into our voice to say, Hey, right. To set a boundary, to, to Mm -hmm. demand something different or to have a conversation and Mm -hmm. say, you know, I don't want you to be, to be treated that way. And so it's a, there's two parts to it. The tapping allows you to move this energy believe it or not, you can tap and rant. I don't care if you've ranted to your girlfriend and nothing ever changed. When you tap and rant, energy moves and you will feel different. The the reactivity, I want to punch someone in the face goes down. And what you're left with is what I call leadership energy. Yes. It's a calmer, I am so clear in what I want. And I'm, and I, I now have the certainty and the courage to ask for it. Yes. And I want to talk about that more after just a short commercial break. We'll be right back with Margaret Lynch Ranieri. Thank you so much. Hello and welcome back to High Energy Health with this amazing conversation with Margaret Lynch Ranieri. And we were just talking about the power of moving through your anger, let's call it. And I do want to say there's really, really kind of very powerful visualizations that you suggest in your book when it comes to anger. Could you talk more about that? And also what you were just left with is like what is left is kind of is the power, the certainty that I know what I deserve, what I want, and that that has a right. Yeah. And so th- there's a difference, be- like when people think of intuition, I don't, they think about their head and their mind and their thoughts and they get like a flash, right? Your intuition, your certainty comes from your second chakra. It's like, I feel it and it is solid. And I check back into myself and I go, yeah, this is correct. And I know it to be true. Right. And it, it, it means it's true for me right now. And I need mm-hmm. to speak that truth. I need to ask for a conversation or set a boundary or ask for what I need. That is so different than what women are trained to do, which is spin in our head a million times and go, mm-hmm. well, I can't ask for that. I mean, what are people going to think of me? Then I'm going to seem selfish, right? Or I'm going to be judged or I'm, or I'm going to be too vulnerable. So we talk ourselves out of so many places where we actually need to ask for what we want, set a boundary, um, and sometimes demand what we want and demand we, you know, that someone respect our boundary. And so all of this, you cannot do any empowerment in your life. You can't set boundaries. You can't ask for what you want if you misunderstand the power of your own anger. And again, it's so important because mentally people go, but what? We <laughs> 
we can move anger in an incredibly safe way. And people say to me, uh-huh, uh-huh, I heard all that, Margaret. And um, hey, is there a way I can just leap yeah. for all of that work and just tell me how I'm going to feel on the other side? And then I'll just do that. Yeah. I'm telling you, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds really good. Anyway, how do I not do that anger part? right? Yeah. So you have to do the anger part. It is your energy. So because it's so hard for people, especially if you had an outwardly angry parent, people will be like, Oh my God, I vowed never to be angry. I'm terrified of anger. Mm -hmm. Or if someone says to me, I'm angry all the time and I've hurt people, it's the same prescription. It's tapping mm -hmm. and moving that anger. So you can come back to holding your empowerment, your leadership energy and lead with what you want. So in the book, I take people very very slowly. I show them how, because as women, particularly, oh, we'll have mama bear anger for someone else, right? Yeah. So if it's a child or someone else or our best friend, we're like, you, hey, you step off, right? So I work through different ways of slowly, literally convincing people because I found that's how hard it is to convince people that it is okay to move anger. So in the mm -hmm. second chakra, we learn how to both move anger and we learn how to touch our vulnerability. The, mm -hmm. the other side of the second chakra, which is I really do want something. Um, and I'm afraid mm -hmm. if I ask for it, oh my God, it's going to be so much more painful. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of these concepts do have their roots deep in psychoanalysis, first chakra, second chakra, but we have to be able to also turn down some of our terror of vulnerability, yeah. of asking for what we want and then no one giving it to us, right? Or being shamed for asking for what we want. And so um, I take a, a slow process. And then when we come back at fourth chakra, we do a, we do more sort of adult anger work, um, but it's intense. It's an intense process. It, it is. is not for the light of heart. It's when you say, I want to be more empowered in my life. This is the applied journey for that. Mm -hmm. And second chakra, you, you just can't live without it joy. It's your joy chakra. It's your uh, charisma chakra. It's your manifestation chakra, but mm -hmm. it's the biggest piece of your drive. And you don't want to live without your aliveness, mm -hmm. right? Otherwise people are like, I've achieved all these things and I don't feel anything. Right. And mm -hmm. it's because we're living like a robot when our second chakra is closed. Cause of, we can't handle these kinds of emotions. Mm -hmm. We feel half alive mm -hmm. and that's just, just so life is too short. And, and you know what the world needs? Women to own their leadership energy, right? And so it, it's such a mission for me. I mean, I love men too. I have four brothers. Um, <laughs> women need to, we have the most blocks. We are the most blocked around how we scrutinize ourselves, what we, how perfect we have to be to be seen, what the consequences will be because literally women get attacked and how to manage our own leadership energy because we can get attacked for that too. And yes. women need to step up and own their power. Yeah, and also just being aware that these narratives that are going on aren't just like our lifetime narratives. We're like breaking through, yes. <laughs> through historical narratives, generational, generational yes. trauma. I mean, not just generational, we're talking like centuries, if not more, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, and, and that's why anger is a tip, a touchy top, topic too. Because yeah. if you're an angry woman, uh, never mind being an angry black woman, right? Anyone who's a person of color, their anger is even more taboo, even more scary because for them to carry. And so how do we manage and honor? And that's what the tapping does move and honor and voice and tirade out 
my own rage and anger Mm -hmm. in response without hurting anyone. But you know what? Without hurting ourselves, because that anger turns into self-sabotage. Yes. Oh, I'm going to say another 100% of the time thing, because I know that makes people crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 100% of the time, self-sabotage is about anger. Yeah, so interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. If you do make progress and then blow, it mm-hmm. is about anger, anger, anger. <laughs> it is stuck anger. And even the way we look at depression right? The not clinical depression, but depressed. If you've ever had like Margaret, I've had cycles where I just get depressed, depressed in my world, when we're talking about emotional energy means it's not even worth it to get mad anymore. And Mm -hmm. when someone hears that they resonate, right? It's It's not even worth it. So I've just depressed everything, which means I don't feel passion. The anger is the other side of your passion. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. we have to learn to move that anger in a way that is productive and then leaves us feeling charged and yeah. certain. When you are certain at the second chakra, you cannot be gaslit. Mm-hmm. You can agree to disagree. Yes. But you exactly. will not doubt yourself. You will not yeah. be tricked into going, maybe I am yeah. not good enough. Thank you so much, Margaret. This is so important to hear for all of us, men or women. But yes, I agree, especially women. We will be right back after a short commercial break. Please tune right back in with us with this amazing conversation with Margaret Lynch-Ronieri. Welcome back to today's episode and our last little bit of conversation with Margaret Lynch-Ranieri. It's such a pleasure to talk to you, Margaret. Of course, there's so much more to say about each and every one of these chapters and each and every one of these chakras. And again, I I can just like emphasize and encourage everyone to purchase the the book. Um, I'm sure the audio book is also amazing. I haven't listened to that, but I'm sure being taken through these Tapping Meditations audio is, I'm sure, an amazing experience, as I can imagine. But I want to talk um, some more about what also inspires me about you. And what I find so interesting about you is when you talk to people who know you, you will always get a different perception. So some will say, oh, yeah, she's the money tapping person with those awesome five minute receiving 50K tapping clips, or she's that coach trainer helping women to build their business or she is doing EFT with chakra work and real deep inner child work how are all these things playing together and I'm especially saying this like to you also as a coach trainer where you know we know there's this importance of like creating your niche and like being specific and how does this play out for you so for me it kind of plays out on two levels like I love putting out books and tons of videos and we have a we have a thriving membership called ignite your superpowers where people are there because they want to do this kind of empowerment tapping with me and my team every single week right but my my biggest love because I am a coach and I struggled as a coach and I learned techniques and thought that meant people were going to line up in my driveway so over the years it really has become my passion really since 2013 when my first book 
book came out is, is that I can train anyone to do exactly what I do, get the mm -hmm. exact same results as me. And that makes me happier than anything because they become the ripple effect. They go build their own businesses. Nobody even knows about me. They just know they're an unbelievable practitioner. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like personal growth always attracts people who are like, huh, I would like to learn a little bit more about that. And so then I have different levels of skills that I will teach. It's like, how about learning how to do two sessions with somebody from beginning to end or five sessions? I have a product that's five sessions from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. You know, all the breakthrough phrases, you know why we're using those phrases. And then you have five sessions. So even if someone is like, well, I just learned tapping, I'm not, or I'm a health coach and I need to give people a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. I can give, they can, they can take a little bit and learn how to give someone a breakthrough. And for me, as a, when I train coaches, I say, forget about niche, forget about it, forget about yeah. it. That comes way later. You, I, I will tell you exactly who your niche is, no matter what kind of a coach you are, no matter what field, I don't care if you coach marketers or lawyers, this mm -hmm. is your niche. It's people who have a goal and they don't know how to get there, but they really want to get there and they're stuck and they're frustrated and they don't know why they're stuck. They're procrastinating, mm -hmm. they're holding back. And you know what? There's a cost. Every mm -hmm. day, every week that goes by, the cost is getting greater and their motivation is high. It doesn't matter what niche that is, that is your client, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you're a health coach, there's lots of people who should use health coaches and they don't want to. <laughs> and then there are some people who are like, I am all in, this is costing me, I want it, I clearly don't know how to do it on my own, I need you. And so to make money, you know, and I'm very passionate about coaches, you know, you should make the same living as an engineer or an attorney mm -hmm. or any other profession as a coach. And that means you need to have clients who are all in because they are stuck and what they need is a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. And a lot of coaches realize strategy isn't enough. People get stuck at the beginning, the middle, and the end. We all mm -hmm. get stuck. And that means they need breakthrough, 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 all the way to where they want to go. And so to me, it, it all works because I will always do lots of personal growth for lots of people. And it, there's always a, a percentage of those people. For me, it's like half who are like, I want to learn to do what you do. Yeah. Um, so I just teach at that mix, right? It's like, we're yeah. all going to do the personal growth. And then I'm going to, uh, you know, there'll be uh, multiple opportunities to learn. I, I teach a, a training program on everything that's in Unblocked. I train coaches to literally be, I call it chakra intuitive, to become mm -hmm. a chakra intuitive because you, you know what's going on in people like x-ray vision and you're right 100% of the time. So to me, it, it's just why, why would I keep all those secrets? Yes. And I love that. It's like really perceiving yourself also as this instrument, which is really, really beautiful. And I would encourage really everyone to check out Margaret's website, margaretlynchranieris.com, and you will find all her coaching programs and all her current training programs and subscriptions there. And also you mentioned, Margaret, that you are now offering free yeah, gifts, actually. Yeah, awesome free gift. Yes, for everybody. And I'd love everyone to get it. Um, and so if this interests you, unblockedbook.com forward slash Hay House. So 
So unblockedbook.com forward slash Hay House. We are giving an amazing amount of bonuses away. Even before you buy the book, you get the bonuses, which is a series of four chakra assessments. They're videos with me where I walk you through. If you're curious about how your chakras are doing, you will find out more about yourself in these assessment videos. And then we're doing a series of five, a four live calls, chakra by chakra. Not like this, actually the tapping to uh -huh. get unblocked. So that is yeah. all at unblockedbook.com forward slash Hay House. This is so exciting. This is really exciting. Oh my gosh. This was such a joy, Margaret. Again, I would encourage everyone to check out all her resources. And also for everyone who is interested in a deeper dive into EFT and the clinical techniques, actually EFT Universe is now, now open enrollment for their clinical EFT certification program. Check out eftuniverse.com as well. But yes, it's just been such an honor and such a joy on this, on this show, Margaret. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you to our audience for tuning in and we'll be back with you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>